Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. She was still in her mother's womb when a brain bleed left Zara Henley with severe physical and intellectual disabilities, as well as epilepsy triggered by seizures. She's undergone an awful lot in her 12 years. Her sight, speech and mobility are also severely affected. Her one wish was to have her own sensory garden to sit in and this was granted last year by the amazing people at Make-A-Wish Foundation who despite disruptions to their services due to COVID managed to grant the wishes of 56 children last year and are hoping to continue their work this week this this week. This year marks uh, make this week sorry marks Make-A-Wish week and they're calling on the public's generosity once again to help grant more wishes for children living with life-threatening and long-term illness. I'm delighted to be joined now by Orla Hen She's Zara Henley's proud mum from Balbriggan and Susan O'Dwyer, who's CEO of Make-A-Wish Foundation. How are we both doing this, this afternoon, ladies? Great, thank you. Hi, Sinead. Great, thanks a million. Orla, maybe I'll start with you first of all. I have been reading up so much about Zara, your incredible daughter. You must be so proud. She has been through so much in her life, yet is extremely resilient and seems to always be smiling. Yeah, yeah, we are. She's, she's a great little child now, I must say. She's She's the most placid and calm child that you could meet. She's so laid back and, you know, she just loves the simple things in life, which is brilliant. Um, and as you said, she's, she's always smiling and she's always laughing and she's a great little, ch- little kid. Take me back, though, because when did you realise that all was not well whilst you were pregnant with her? So um, she was our second, chi- our second child, our second daughter, and I had the usual 20-week scan, which everything was, was fine. And then I went for another scan at 30 weeks, which was just something to do with a, um, a study that Hollis Street were, were taking, asked me to take part in at the time. So at that point, they noticed that she had had quite a substantial bleed to her brain. Um, we never found out what caused this um, bleed, um, it could have been an infection that was passed through me to her, but we, we still to this day, we don't know what actually caused um, the bleed. So from but before she was even born, we knew things weren't going to be um, great. I suppose uh, she wasn't going to have the best start, but as soon as she was born, then you kind of go into fighting mode as to mm-hmm. what you're going to do and, and, and fighting for everything for your child to, to give them the best life possible. So, um, I suppose she she started off then having seizures when she was about 11 weeks old. She would have had x-rays and MRIs and stuff like that in Temple Street uh, previous to this. Um, but her first seizure was when she was about 11 weeks old. And she, she's 
she's had obviously um, quite a lot of seizures in her life. Still to this day, she has seizures. It's not 100% controlled, but it's down to, you know, the very minimum on, of what she can kind of tolerate and what, what she lives with on a day-to-day basis. I think she's so used to <laughs> all her life having seizures that, it, you know, it's just part of everyday life for her now. And and she, 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 gets, she gets on with it so well. But what is it like as a mum with an 11-week-old baby and, and that's having a seizure? Like, I can't even wrap my head around that as a mum myself. Yeah, it, it is. Like, at the moment, or looking back on it, you don't, you kind of think to yourself, Jesus, how did I get through that? But I suppose, like with any of your children, you just do, you know, you'll do anything you can possible um, to keep them safe and to keep them healthy. So, you know, I kind of looked down at her and she had gone off colour. So at the time, I didn't realise it was a seizure. Um, I didn't know anyone, uh, you know, no one in the family had epilepsy at that time. So when, when I would have thinking of epilepsy, I would have thinking of a full kind of tonic-clonic seizure. But Sarah had just um, changed colour completely, almost stopped breathing. Um, so you kind of just, you know, go into the fighting mode. Mm. And, you know, I had a five-year-old daughter at the time that was also in the house. And my nephew was in the house at the time. He was six. So, you know, they panicked straight away because they seen me panicking. Yeah, of course. Um, but then obviously we got her to hospital and she was in for two weeks at that stage, just kind of trying to get the seizures under control because she was having uh, hundreds a day. And, you know, it's oh not God. nice to see. Not nice to see baby. at all. Yeah. And obviously it's continued throughout her life. Y- you kind of do. Um, like my six-year-old daughter at the moment will, if I'm somewhere in the house and maybe Zara starts to have a seizure, she'll go over to her and she'll be reassuring her and telling her everything's okay and she's, she'll call me and tell me Zara's having a seizure. And You know, it's, it, it just becomes part of your everyday life when you have a child with, mm. with, with severe disabilities. You fought for Zara, you will always fight for her to give her the best quality of life uh, and you raised a huge amount of money to go to China to have extensive stem cell treatment. That that happened when she was four. That was a huge uh, deal for you all and she went. She underwent a huge, uh, severe treatment for that, didn't she? It was, it was a lot. She did. It was, yeah. I don't know. Like, looking back, I don't know how she actually went through it. You know, she was only, I think, coming up to her fourth birthday Um even travelling to China, you know, is a big thing. And, mm. and you know, I'd never been to China or my ma- my mom came with me and, and she had never been to China. So, you know, although you don't know what to expect, um, the hospital that we went to where, you know, had us kind of informed, kept us informed very well on kind of the day-to-day of what we'd be doing. And we were over there for a month and... She had six packets of stem cell um, cord, umbilical cord um, stem cells, and four of them were given through um, like a spinal tap. So, like even seeing her going through mm-hmm. stuff like that in in the space of four weeks, and she like all the pictures I have of the whole month of China, whether it's she's in the bed in the hospital or we're out for a walk, she's just smiling like she's amazing. She's just, so resilient, yeah, yeah, so resilient. Um, she just takes everything in her stride and I think I 
I get a lot of my uh, strength from seeing her so strong, if you get me. Of course you do. Absolutely. And I've seen photographs of her. She's a gorgeous, gorgeous child. And rightly so that she was uh, selected by a Make-A-Wish Foundation. How did you come into contact with this wonderful organisation? Yeah, I would have heard of Make-A-Wish over the years for for the amazing work they do. And um, Sarah attends a special needs school, um, St. Michael's House in Baldoyle. And some of the other children in the school over the years would have received wonderful wishes from Make-A-Wish. And we were just at at one of her uh, appointments with her paediatrician and we were speaking of, you know, while at the time, um, this time last year, we were asking, you know, would it be possible that we could bring her on a plane that mm. while, while her pain was kind of under control um, and her paediatrician kind of said, yeah, look, this would be the best time to bring her somewhere if you're going to bring her anywhere at all, you know, in the next few months. So we kind of were thinking Disneyland because she has two sisters that were when, you know, grown up, everything was was Disney princess in the house. Of course. Fancy, party, yeah. fancy dress, the whole shebang. And um one of the her nurses that was at the, the meeting just kind of mentioned, you know, why not let's try to, to do it through Make-A-Wish because they they do such wonderful work for the children. And, you know, it, it's magical. Like, it's it's not just any trip to Disneyland. It's a magical trip. So yes. We went with it. Um, and then uh, Louise was our wish granter, who was absolutely wonderful to deal with, a lovely lady. Um, and we were kind of keeping in touch for, you know, over and back and then. COVID hit and we kind of knew as soon as we heard there was COVID in the country that we weren't going anywhere. So we we forgot about the, the, the Disneyland trip and we put our heads together to think about um, something that we could do at home for Zara um, that that she would get great kind of use out of and, and, and great magic in. And we came up with the, the sensory garden and her bedroom idea. was yeah was moved downstairs two years ago. We moved her downstairs and had to build on a bedroom and bathroom, which kind of took up the majority of our garden. So we we had a relatively small area, but it opened out from her bedroom. So we said, you know, what's the best next best thing? And it, it's even better than a trip to Disneyland because we have it as long as we're living here. We have that sensory garden for her, and you know, even on wet days, even on her own. She can enjoy it. She can sit out. She can listen to the sounds and the colours and, you know, the sense of the, the plants and everything. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've seen photographs of her out there. She looks so, so happy out there as yeah. well. Uh, and, it, you know, wishes like this have made, as you've outlined there, a massive difference to the lives of children like Zara and to your life as well as a mother. Oh, yeah, definitely, because... Uh, even since the garden has gone in, um, it was kind of done the end of last summer, and we've had obviously two lockdowns since then. And mm. and not on where where when it's lockdown, we have to keep Sarah at home. Like you yeah. know, even bringing her for a walk is not. She's not so great. at risk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. So um, we've we've had this beautiful garden where we can open the doors and we can all sit out with Sarah, and she's have to have to after or after having to reduce her school hours um, just due to the amount of pain mm. she suffers um, daily to three days a week. So it gives me the option there then on the other two days when we aren't in, in lockdown and the others are back in school that we can just sit out the back, whether it's she has a canopy um, on the house. So whether it's raining or not, you know, we can sit out there, me and her, or when things are 
kind of back to normal if, if we'll ever be back to normal. Um, you know, parties and just when Yeah, it's going to be the gathering. It's going to be the gathering spot. Her, her grandparents and everything call over and cousins and, you know, they can they can just sit out there and enjoy the, the fun with her. Absolutely. Now, I have to bring in Susan from Make-A-Wish. Susan, it must be such a great honour to work with families like the Henleys and Zara. Seeing the child's wish come true, it's hugely rewarding for yourself and the team. Oh, incredibly. And, you know, it's just, so amazing to to listen to the story uh, again um and you know our our wish parents are the um people who keep us going the resilience that they demonstrate um even without covid mm. is just immense and you know our children as we call them they are used to isolation and restriction under normal circumstances, but COVID has exacerbated that. Yes. And, you know, you're sitting here and we're listening to this story and, you know, it's just the incredible strength that um, these parents have for these incredible children. And that's why we just need to keep doing more. And unfortunately, like we have over 200 children on our waiting list at the moment. Wow, okay. Because I was going to ask you, you have, can I just commend you first of all, because 56 children wishes last year granted, despite COVID, despite everything that the charity is going through financially, with restrictions and all of that, that is a huge achievement. But you do have 200 that are on a waiting list. You need our help. Yes, we do, definitely. I mean, we're working around all the different restrictions at the moment due to the pandemic in order to grant wishes. Um, you know, wishes like virtual celebrity meets, um, online shopping sprees, gaming computers, you know, outdoor play equipment. Um, and, you know, as soon as the level five restrictions are lifted, we want to be able to gallop out of the stable <laughs> yes. to put the smile on these children's faces. So, you know, we're working hard at the moment to see what we can do, how we can work around the restrictions. But we're so mindful of how at risk these children and their families are that you know we really can do very little until the restrictions lift but you you see the smile on the faces of these children we have to be able to grant their wishes and considering what we did achieve last year despite everything we know we can try and aim for that hundred magical number this year I've no doubt. I've no doubt you're going to do it because, you know, when these children receive the wish, like like Orla has outlined there, you know, they have this garden now forever. But even if it's something that's, you know, happening for a day, if it's a, or like you said, their virtual, uh, you know, chat with a star, that memory lives with that child and it really gives them a huge, huge boost, doesn't it? Well, even we found, um, because we did a few virtual celebrity meet and greets last year and we found that actually um, because of COVID, we're actually able to record these now. Oh, great, yeah. Families have them for life um, rather than, you know, going to a venue uh, and meeting someone. Um, But you're absolutely correct. It is the memories. It is the, and it's the joy. It's the smile. It's the time where everyone can forget the hospital, the treatments, the illness, and just be an incredibly happy family for a period of time without any of those worries. Yeah. Um, and that's what Make-A-Wish can deliver. Now, how can we help you? What, how can we, because obviously there's no street uh, collections or any of that going on. So how can we no. support you? So we're, we're celebrating Wish Week this week. Um, and really, it's all sort of centred around um, 
months because we're, we're, it's culminating with Mother's Day on Sunday. And it's a real celebration of mothers uh, throughout Ireland and especially our wish mums. And we have a, uh, on the website, so makeawish.ie, and we just urge everyone to please go in and uh, donate and donate what you can. Every single cent matters to us, um, whether it's, it's, you know, two euro, five euro, which is instead of a coffee and a bun today, that's what you're going to donate. Every single cent matters and will allow us to put a smile onto children's faces. And I think, you know, considering all we've all experienced over the last year, we're all fed up with it. We all want to hug. We all want to spend time with our families. We all want to, to put a smile on our own faces. And I think, you know, if we can help our children and put a ray of sunshine into their lives and make an enormous difference to not only them but the family, then we'll have achieved something. Oh, you definitely will. I was going to bring Orla back in because Orla, I know you're so thankful to make a wish. And as we've mentioned, you've witnessed the the incredible work the organisation are doing. You're very much encouraging us as well to give what we can. Yes, exactly. Everything Susan has said, you know, the the smallest amount will help towards putting a smile on some um, child with a with a long term illness or or a sick child and it, it, it's just magical and the, it, it literally is magic what Make-A-Wish do um, and you know Zara obviously doesn't kind of she would be, have a, a severe global developmental delay so she wouldn't understand the Make-A-Wish but you can you can see the magic in her face when she's out the back and in the sense the sound and you know it, it, it just brings so much joy to everyone in the family and um, so the smallest amount, anything at all, will will help go towards it. Um, a child's wish. It really will. Orla, I wish you and Zara all the very best. Susan, I've no doubt that you and the team will continue granting wonderful wishes. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining me on the show today. Thanks, Thank Milton. Thank you so much. And, you know, makeawish.ie, I'm on it here at the moment, forward slash donate. You can go, you can start off at 10 euro, you can put in a custom amount of what you want. Every little bit helps this fantastic charity. Makeawish.ie forward slash donate. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. 
That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.